Grace, mercy, and peace to you from God our Father and our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. My name is Pastor Philip Zielinski. I'm an admission counselor from Concordia Theological Seminary in Fort Wayne, Indiana. So I bring you greetings from President Wenthe, the faculty, and the whole seminary community. And I kind of come back here refreshing some ties from my family, my parents, served St. Paul's here back in the early 70s as a teacher and I think organist at one point. Um, Bernie Gessler could probably tell me the, the exact details of it. But uh, I look out among me here and I see future church workers and I see those who would encourage future church workers. And so I ask that you would race to encourage those who could serve the church pastors and his deaconesses and teachers and musicians and all those. Because if there's anything that this world needs to hear in these days of trial and tribulation and suffering is the promises that Jesus gives in tonight's gospel, that it will be only a little while. Our Lord Jesus Christ, on the night when he was betrayed, took his disciples to the cross once again. He foretells his death, he tells them of his resurrection, and he foretells his ascension, promising to come again to judge the living and the dead, as we ourselves just confessed we believe. But the disciples are in a completely different time zone than our God and Lord. Jesus says, a little while, and they will not see him. That is, what they dread could ever happen will indeed happen. They will be separated from him. Again, in another little while, they shall see him again. Now, to sorrowing hearts, this would be who are distressed at Jesus' absence, this promise to return would indeed be comforting. But they desire this joy now, not in a little while. It's the little whiles that become the stumbling blocks to the disciples, to our own sinful natures, our hearts and minds. What we want, we want it right now. And what we dread, we wish away into the past. And all the sufferings and trials of this world are tempered by the blissful promises of the life of the world to come. But we want eternity now and sufferings never. And it's the little whiles of God's timing that become a stumbling block even to us. Blinded by our sorrow and sadness, we, just like these disciples, can't see the silver lining in the dark clouds of our loneliness, depression, or sicknesses. God's words and promises were right there in front of the disciples. The word made flesh, but their hearts were so heavy at the thought of him departing them that they didn't understand what his departure would mean for them, what it would bring. And they didn't hear the shocking news that well, he would be away for a little while. In a little while, they would see him again. 
their suffering closed their ears that on the far side of the suffering of this world lay a reunion. But it's in the little whiles, those times of endurance, suffering, and trials, that our faith is strengthened. In the crucible of these evils surrounding you, your more precious than gold faith is refined and all the impurities are burned and melted away. So through suffering, that which Satan means for our defeat, for our pain, to deny us Christ is instead used by Christ to strengthen our faith, to strip away all of that upon which we may depend other than him, pruned, purified. Jesus strengthens us, even to the point of enduring all these sufferings in himself as he takes on flesh. He takes on all the sufferings common to us, our infirmities, so that by his wounds there on the cross, you might be healed. It's in the strengthening of your faith that he works all things for your good. Jesus uses the analogy of a woman giving birth to describe what it is to have the joy of completion after the little wilds of suffering. All of us are sons and daughters of Adam and Eve, and we have been brought forth by blood and water and pain. A friend of mine whose wife is pregnant remarked that the reason it takes 40 weeks for a pregnancy is that only a 40-week pregnant woman would look forward to labor. <laughs> now, as a guy, I find this kind of amusing, and I can chuckle about it, and I think all the mothers just chuckled about it, too. But Jesus' words ring true. After a little while of suffering comes a joy beyond all measure. And he speaks these words today to you, to the whole church to comfort you in the little wiles of your suffering. It's true that as soon as a child is laid in the arms of a mother, suddenly it's all worth it. The life that has been within her for so long now looks to her for all things needful. The suffering she endured is not even worthy to be compared with the joy she now feels. As Jesus labored to give birth to our new beginning, to bring forth the children of God by the blood and water of the cross, he remained focused on his beloved sheep, you, whom he would redeem, whom he would deliver into the arms of our Father who is in heaven. Jesus speaks to his disciples, and he speaks to you, his disciples gathered here this day. He speaks of himself. In the resurrection, there will be no memory of the suffering, only the joys of salvation, free, given to all, given to you. St. Paul, as one who was intimately familiar with suffering, says that he considers the sufferings of this present time are not worthy to be compared with the glory that is to be revealed to us. But if we hope for what we do not see, we wait for it with patience. So it's in faith 
with confidence. Confidence in the promises of God that we patiently hope for the glory that will soon be revealed to us in a little while. That this present time and all its sufferings and trials might become even less than a memory. These days of patience are precisely the little whiles of which our Lord speaks. These are the last days, and it will only be a little while until you see him again face to face. It may be an exhausting, an arduous little while, but his promises are there. Hang on. Stay focused. Stay as focused as the mother in the delivery room, as focused as Jesus on the cross. And when the days seem dark and the going gets rough, remember the promises of God. Like he says in Isaiah 40, He gives power to the faint, and to him who has no might, he increases strength. Even youths shall faint and be weary, and young men shall fall exhausted. But they who wait for the Lord shall renew their strength. They shall mount up with wings like eagles. They shall run and not be weary. They shall walk and not faint. So for the thousand little whiles you experience when it seems as though God is hiding himself from you, I bring you the comforting news that Jesus did not die and rise in vain. No. His death and resurrection brings life into our little whiles. He is the Lord of God. He is the Lord of light. He is the Lord of life. And he is Lord of all the little whiles. He promises to be with you always through all your little whiles, even to the end of the age, until those little whiles are replaced with now and forever. Children of God, so that you might be comforted now in your little whiles, hear the promises of the after whiles, the foretaste of things which are yours even today. The promise is that in Jesus, you have victory over your sufferings. Fear not the ravages of sin upon your body. It will one day put on the incorruptible and be raised up without cancer, without scars, without addiction. Slough off the ridicule and vile words of others. Turn the other cheek. Open to others the storehouses of blessings which our Father has bestowed upon you. Suffer no more the guilt of your past. Your sins are forgiven. By Jesus' death and resurrection, you are a forgiven child of God, an heir of all the good things of God. And the promise of Jesus is, no one will take your joy away from you. So rejoice, children of God. Rejoice in the victory over your enemies of sin, death, and the devil. Rejoice in all the good gifts of God. Rejoice that all your trials are just little whiles. Rejoice that your sins are forgiven. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. And now the peace which passes all understanding. Keep your hearts and minds through Christ Jesus our Lord. Amen.